No. We'll, uh, oh, you're going to edit this one, Franklin? Quarterbacks this episode. Virgo, switch on. What do you mean, switch on? Switch on. There's nothing to switch on about. What am I going to say? Oh, Will Levis bad. He is. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know why. That's what everyone <laughs> thinks. Everyone thinks he's bad. No yeah. one knows why. Yeah, I'm coming in with that take. That, oh, I just reckon he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's bad. You can't throw outside the numbers. I'm telling you. I have bad. Footwork sucks. <laughs> Everyone hates him because he's white, but we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's what we need on the pod. Someone had to say it. Let's talk racism. Um, telling you, everyone hates white quarterbacks. Look at Zach Wilson. He sucks. <laughs> Unless you drafted number one overall, everyone hates you if you're white. Yo, 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 what's good, Addicts gang? We're back. We are back on the mic. I've got our three boys with me today. We're going to talk rookie quarterbacks. Um, Four big names. Are, are there, Frank? We're going to go four big names today. Yeah, and, I um, think there's four big names. Yeah. But there's a couple of guys we'll probably chuck in a little bit later on. Just give them a little mention. Don't want to leave them out. Yeah, we'll just um, give our takes. Uh, just these episodes, we're going to do quarterback, receiver, Running back, um, just names to look out for in your upcoming rookie drafts. Joel, you're a man with a lot of picks. How you going? Yeah, good. I am a man with a lot of picks. Um, yeah, good to have a good quarterback class this year. Um, last year's one kind of sucked. Um, shout out Burjo. Shout out Malik Willis. Um, but, yeah, good to get into some quarterbacks. A lot of polarizing opinions about these four big names, um, yeah, it will be good to discuss them, get to know them and where they will be, um, you know, they're going to be playing on our dynasty teams next year. So, you know, good time to get to know them. Berger, how are you? Um, I'm a little bit upset that you just called me out for my um, Malik Willis love, but I mean, there's still plenty of time. Josh Allen was shit first year, so <laughs> I, I, I still reckon he'll come good. <laughs> Josh Allen, Josh Allen wasn't this shit though, was he? He he had more to work with, I reckon. <laughs> um, nah, um, yeah, draft season's usually um, like Christmas for Burjo, but um, considering the um, considering the squad doesn't have any uh, twenty twenty three picks, it's a pretty it's a pretty flat time around the the locker room. But um, yeah, still plenty of time left to. All these rookies and know the ins and outs. Like I can guarantee you, Frank knows. Isn't that right, Frank? Exactly. I'm sweating twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five. I know exactly who's going where, who the rookies you want, who you don't want. I already know. Landing spots. I was going to change a bit of that, but I'm a full time fantasy coach, Berjo. It's not my fault you haven't won any games in the last two years and you're just completely sick of it. So I won one game. You might remember. 
Yeah, I do remember actually, and it's, I think it's just derailed my entire year after that point. <laughs> to be honest, I had a lot of momentum going, and then it just yeah, it died sadly. But that's okay. Um, I do have one pick in this twenty-three draft. Got the one hundred two. Don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully, over these next uh, couple of episodes, I can maybe figure that out. But Berger, if you do want a twenty-three pick, there's a good one up there that is available. So um, give me a ring. Um, yeah, sounds cool. awesome when you're like, oh, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with it. There's plenty of good options. There's literally yeah. just too many uh, nice choices. Um, Sounds like I might just go after the 105 then. <laughs> yeah, I think I had that one, Berger, if you want it. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, we don't know landing spots, but we're just going to – that will obviously dictate where these guys go in your upcoming drafts, but we'll just – Tell you what we think of these players as as players, really, before they find their homes. Um, and before I get into it, Frank, follow us on the Twitter at the oh, FBA Addicts. Instagram. I thought he was going to forget the socials. Go right ahead, Andrew. Follow us on the Twitter at the FBA Addicts. Follow us on the Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Uh, we've been doing a bit of rookie threads on there on the on the page, so uh, check it out. Um, like, subscribe, do all that. Now, Frank, first name, Bryce Young. Name. Oh, what do you think it, of him? Is it Bryce Young, though? Who knows? No, I actually do want to say before we get started, though, as far as quarterbacks concerned, more than any other position, obviously there's kind of a threshold for like running backs where it's like they're a first or second round pick, wide receivers, first, second round, maybe even third round, they're really relevant. Quarterback, draft capital matters more than any other position. If they're a top five pick, they're a top ten pick, if they're the number one overall pick, that actually dictates really heavily the value that these guys are going to have going into your rookie draft. Um, it sort of just cements the level of commitment those teams have to those players. So I think that's really important. So that the NFL drafts, I think, will change possibly our rankings if they don't correspond with where they end up going in the NFL draft. But at this stage, my quarterback one, and I, I actually want to know if anyone disagrees with this, I've got Bryce Young as the quarterback one of this class. I think he's um, just performed, obviously, at Alabama. He's going to have an incredible amount of talent around him. But I think regardless, it's still not easy to win, even with the talent around him that he did. They're not the kind of wide receiver cords that we've seen Tua have or Jalen Hurts had. It wasn't Jerry Judy. It wasn't um, Henry Ruggs. It wasn't Jalen Waddell. These Vontae Smith. It wasn't as good as what they'd previously had. What was that, Joel? You left out the best one. Which one? Devontae Smith. Uh, Devontae the Heisman Smith. winner. Oh, exactly. No, you, I, you're 100% right. Although the talent's still good in Alabama, that it wasn't what it was, is normally is, and he still won a heap of games through a heap of touchdowns. Obviously, elephant in the room with Bryce Young. It's the height. If you Google Bryce Young's height, they tell you that he's six foot. I don't think anyone in this call, I don't think anyone in the NFL community believes that. But I think he's still going to measure in at like, what, 5'10", 5'11". It's not like he's my, my height at like 5'8". Like, I think he's still going to be able to be fine. So what if he takes a slightly deeper pocket than a normal quarterback? He can use his legs. He can avoid the rush. He's really good under pressure. I think he's going to be a great quarterback, to be honest. Frank, are you 5'8"? Oh, maybe. Could be less. You Who suck. knows? <laughs> you suck. It's not my fault. Not much I could do about it. So this is why you like Bryce Young because you're small. And exactly. You're... <laughs> That's why I've got Kyler Murray too. 
represent. I think the listeners have got a new short king to get behind now. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I love all the short quarterbacks. This is this is Frank's face turn. <laughs> um, I'll I'll jump in quickly because I agree with him. Uh, you know, if if he still gets picked by Houston at two, which you know he's been mocked to a lot, um, it doesn't really matter his size. He's going to get his opportunity, and I think he's, you know, he's accurate. He's he's smart enough. He's good enough to, uh, you know, produce for fantasy. Um, Joel Jack, you disagree? Do you have any hot hot Bryce Young takes? I'll jump in. So according to our good friends at the Sports Bet, um, Bryce Young currently a dollar seventy favorite to be the number one overall pick in the twenty twenty three NFL draft. Um, that's a very short price. Number one overall. So obviously there is rumors of a trade up to one. Chicago obviously don't need quarterback, whether or not they take a, you know, a um, Will Anderson, a Jalen Carter, or any other defensive piece or, you know, trade to pick for a quarterback. You know, we don't know yet. We will know at a later date. Um, Whether or not a team is willing to trade up to number one and take Bryce Young, who, you know, we've all seen the photos with him next to Mark Ingram and next to Kyler Murray and, you know, both sort of, they just look physically bigger than Bryce Young. But, you know, Bryce Young looks like the most – when you, you know, watch watch Alabama play, when you watch all these other quarterbacks, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, who we will get to, when you watch them play, physic like to the eye, Bryce Young just looks like the most natural, natural quarterback. He passes well in the pocket. He can run. It's not his, you know, it's not his first run. He isn't a running quarterback like we have seen in the past. But, you know – he can move. Um, he can throw the long ball. Um, you know, he has all the traits of a, an elite quarterback. The only thing that will be a concern to the NFL, which, you know, in turn will be a concern to fantasy players, will be his size. Um, so whether or not you think he can be an outlier, um, you know, will determine whether or not Bryce Young will be an elite quarterback option or whether, um, you know, he may struggle at the NFL level. Jack. You play football. You are a college athlete. Yeah, you're. You know, going into the NFL is the size concern of Bryce Young going to concern you? Yeah, me and Bryce Young are very, very similar. Uh, um, but um, no, nah, it's he. He does look like the most um, like consistent, well-rounded um, quarterback in the in the draft, and it's it's something where. You have seen some undersized guys get success in the NFL. Like you look at Kyler Murray, you look at, uh, for fantasy purposes, Justin Fields. But these guys have more of a like a a tendency to run. I don't know if it's a rushing skill set or if it's just they, they're schemed to do it more, um, to run, which has gotten them that fantasy success. I don't know if um, if Young being the more passed on, dominant type of player that he is. Um, I don't know if he has that sort of rushing upside that those guys do um, where they can end up as top five quarterbacks. Um, yeah, that's all I'm w- really worried about. But, yeah, he looks he looks ready to go. Um, you sort of 
saw him struggle a little bit more this year um, with Alabama losing a little bit of their talent, um, hence why they lost a couple of games and didn't make the playoffs. But um, you, you're sort of worried if he ends up with the Texans that the same thing might happen. But if somebody trades up and he lands on a, a decently ready squad, he, um, he should be fine and ready to go. So yeah. just in, sorry, Joe. I'm going to jump in. In general, all of these four quarterbacks, where do you think they, you know, presuming they get, you know, the draft capital we expect them to get, where do you expect them to slot in, you know, quarterback position-wise in the current fantasy landscape? Like, you know, are they somewhere low top 10? Are they between 10 and 15? Frank, where would you rank, you know? any of these quarterbacks the highest, um, you know, how high can they get up in the quarterback rankings? Well, I think obviously we're talking about the top four. So the top four for us is probably Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, and CJ Shroud. If they all get picked inside the first round, they're all probably going to end up 10 to 15. I think all four of them end up in that 10 to 15 range because they're going to jump ahead of guys like Kirk Cousins. They're going to jump ahead of guys I mean, probably well ahead of Matthew Stafford, ahead of Russell Wilson, ahead of possibly Daniel Jones, ahead of Mac Jones, ahead of. You could say they're going to go ahead of Trey Lance as well. You think that you think this is next season's like? Is this the points per game next season, or is this the like the redraft value? No, not redraft dynasty value. As soon as they're drafted, they're going to probably jump ten to into ten to fifteen range for me. If they're going to go inside the first round, well, yeah, I, I, I don't think all of them jump like guys like Kirk Cousins. Kirk's already like thirty three or something, isn't he? Yeah, so he's going to be thirty four next year, and the the same as he was this year. So Frank, quarterback eleven, Dak Prescott, according to Keep Trade Cut. Can you imagine any taking any of these quarterbacks over Dak Prescott? If Bryce Young is probably the only one if he goes to a really good landing spot, which I don't know if that can happen. I think like, you still probably have that. No And then you've got Tua at quarterback 12? Uh, 100. I think Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, even Will Levis can jump Tua. And no. then they've got right landing spot. <laughs> and then you got Daniel Jones slotted in there at quarterback 13. Yeah, I think a couple of them can definitely go ahead of Daniel Jones. Yeah, then, you know, so we're sort of, then, you know, you mentioned Trey Lance following Trey Lance's Kenny Pickett. And I think probably after Kenny Pickett's season, I would kind of rather the unknown of these four rookies rather than what I know about Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Presuming they all get drafted in the first round. So, like, these quarterbacks are going to, you know, be valued in the top 60 players in dynasty fantasy football and, you know, all in around that 10 to 15 quarterback range as mentioned. So, you yeah, know, it's take a lap. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, um, quarterback 18. Shout out, Virgo. Get out. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to add um, to Bryce Young. We'll move on to my favorite quarterback, CJ. What up? CJ Stroud. Um, I'm on camp CJ Stroud. Um, yeah, 6'3", 218. He's not a midget, Frank. He's not. not. 
Frank Hansen, no. he's jealous. No. Um, Ohio State quarterback produced as a sophomore. Um, you know, just if you look at his stats, 44 touchdowns, six picks, um, 2021-2 season, and then last year, 41 touchdowns, six picks, uh, great completion percentage, can make all the throws, Frank. Um, just watch that college football semifinal against Georgia and uh, tell me if he's a good quarterback because he is. Um, first round lock, give me CJ Stroud. Anyone disagree with me or? Um, no, I don't disagree. I think, he, I think he's good. Just want to put a little caveat though. You know who might be a good quarterback if they were throwing to Marvin Harrison Jr., Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba? The guy in the bottom right screen, Joel Amor. I think he could be a good quarterback in this Ohio State wide receiver room. Nah. All jokes aside, six foot three, two hundred and eighteen pounds according to the records here. Um, forty one touchdowns, six interceptions. Incredibly good quarterback. Um, the only probably con I could put on him is like his arm talent isn't special, but it's still good it's still gonna be good enough. I think he he's a good student of the game. It's such a white thing to say, even though he's not white. It's such like a white characteristic. But he does understand the game really well, uses um, all of his receivers, gets through his progressions quickly. He's able to, you know, find the open receiver. Thankfully for him, his receivers were open all the time. But uh, I think even in the pocket, sometimes he doesn't feel the rush and he can't sort of move around as much as we'd like him to. But he's definitely athletic enough where if he can develop that sense and a bit more of a pocket presence, he can definitely be an elite quarterback. Um, definitely someone that's going to go inside the first 10 picks of the draft, I would imagine. Yeah, so CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, for those who don't know, are the two most ready NFL-made quarterbacks that are going to get drafted in this year's draft. You know, you a team will draft them in the, you know, idea to play them pretty much straight out of the straight away. They're not, they're not like a project quarterback. They are ready to go. Um, Obviously, you know, as Frank mentioned, CJ Stroud did have all these amazing weapons at Ohio State. Shout out Garrett Wilson. Um, but I don't know if we can, you know, knock him for knock him for having great weapons. Like it's not his fault who he was throwing to. The big knock on CJ Stroud is he does tend to struggle under pressure. Um, you know, against the rush. And obviously, if he is drafted high, he is likely going to go to a poor NFL team, Um, you know, and whether or not, you know, struggling under pressure, playing for a bad team is a concern for you that, you know, is completely up to you. Um, As Andrew mentioned, though, he, you know, is ready to go as an NFL quarterback. He looks physically the part. Um. He can scramble a little bit. And I think the thing that's going to stick in everyone's mind is how he played in that college football semifinal against um, Georgia, who, you know, ended up shit-kicking everyone else. But, you know, CJ Stroud put Ohio State in a position to win that game um, pretty much, you know, single-handedly he was dominant. Um, you know, and I think if, you know, he can bring that, bring that sort of skill, talent to the NFL level, he will thrive as, you know, a ready-made prototypical quarterback. I just want to quickly go back to Frank saying his arm talent isn't special. Is that what you said? What are you watching? (laughs) Arm talent. He doesn't have the biggest arm. That's what I'm saying. I think Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, even Bryce Young put more zip on the ball than CJ Stroud. So you're saying arm strength? Yeah. 
Mm. He's accurate. I think he's just as accurate. He's more accurate than Levis and Richardson. But I think as far as arm talent, he's not like Josh Allen, big arm. He's not Anthony Richardson, big arm. Will Levis, big arm. I want to put other people's words in my mouth, but I am reading a report that's right in front of me that says uh, pinpoint accuracy, great arm strength. He does have pinpoint accuracy. I just don't think the arm It's the great arm strength part I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I know that, but I I disagree from what I've seen. I don't think it's as good as... Mm. Frank makes his own decision. Exactly. Make your own analysis, Bert. I think it's the, the height coming back. Would you so, rather CJ Stroud or Russell Wilson at Denver? Oh, I think CJ Stroud would be pretty good. I'd be uh, pretty happy with that. CJ Stroud's someone I actually wouldn't want to land. Like what Joel said, I wouldn't want him to land in Houston. I think he'd struggle. Their offensive line is garbage. Um, he's not going to have the weapons. Obviously, I'd imagine they're going to take a plethora of weapons, especially if they take a quarterback. I'd be surprised if they don't, you know, follow it up with a first-round wide receiver. But still, I think um, that's somewhere he could struggle. That's a bit scary if he was to land there for me personally. But again, I think he is, a, like Joe said, ready-made quarterback. Uh, Berger, Stroud or Young, who do you like more? Um, oh, good question. I think, I think Young's got the bigger upside. Um, if I'm, if I'm doing a dynasty startup draft, I'm taking Young probably. Um, but if I'm an NFL team, probably Stroud. Gee, hot take. Um, like, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Andrew. Like we saw just a couple of years ago, Justin Fields at Ohio State. And I think even though Justin Fields slid all the way to believe it was pick 12 in the draft, I'm not, I don't believe that CJ Shroud's a better prospect than what Justin Fields was. And Justin Fields has been good for fantasy the last, what, for eight games of his career. And I still, and I do like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a good quarterback going moving forward, at least for fantasy. But I don't think he's a tier above that kind of talent. So to have him as a quarterback one ahead of Bryce, that's where I just don't think he is. Not to not to bad mouth you guy, Andy. Yeah, well, how many titles have you won, Frank, and how many have I won? So um <laughs> and now, I uh, can't win any arguments because you get that thrown at me. There's nothing I can do. Um you think these two uh the one oh two and one oh three in rookie drafts, Joel, you have a lot of picks. Is that what you would do? Um, yeah, so everyone, oh, well, the consensus is Bijan Robinson will be the first overall pick, regardless of format, two quarterbacks, single quarterback, doesn't matter. He's the man, he's him. Um, and then, yeah, it looks as though, you know, especially in 12 team super flex formats, these quarterbacks, um, presuming they all get, you know, drafted inside, you know, I'd, I'd say inside the top. 15, I don't know if I, you know, if one of these guys gets drafted at, you know, 30 overall, say, I think that's a little bit different than being, you know, inside a top 15 draft pick. Um, I think if they all do that, they will be, you know, one, two, three, four, and five. Um, hitting on a quarterback in a super flex league is just too valuable to pass up. And, you know, as we've seen in the past, um, 
you know, fantasy players uh, and, you know, even NFL teams in general are just awful at evaluating the quarterback position. Like Zach Wilson was taken 102. Um, so funny. It's just not, you know, there's there's big misses and then there's big hits later in later in drafts. Like obviously Justin Herbert was, you know, forgotten in rookie drafts. Well, not forgotten, but, you know, a lot of players taking over Justin Herbert in rookie drafts. A lot of people taking over Pat Mahomes in rookie drafts. Jalen um, Hurts in rookie drafts. Um, yeah, so just, you know, the cheapest way to get an elite quarterback is probably to draft one. So, you know, it's worth having a swing and a miss. And if you miss, well, you've, you know, wasted a rookie pick. You haven't, you know... You haven't gone out and bought one for two firsts and whiffed on one, like you know, or three firsts or whatever Jack's asking for Josh Allen. So he's asking for four. I think just one, I was going to throw him under the bus, but yeah, he's asking for four. He can do one. Yeah. So you know, the risk reward probably you know allows you to take one of these quarterbacks, and you know, if you miss on one of them, so be it. Take your take your pick, um, and you know. Obviously, the other thing, landing spots are going to determine a lot of these factors. Like, no one really wants any of these quarterbacks going to Houston. But, you know, if you can get one that goes to maybe Carolina, trade up and get one. Um, Detroit would obviously be a dream land spot for any of these four. Falcons. The Falcons would also be a good spot. Lamar Jackson, um, the Falcons. Start a, start a train. Sorry. Off topic. I would like that as a... Drake London owner, but you know we'll we'll get there. Um, but yeah, you know, any it, the, that's the other piece of the puzzle that we don't know yet: draft capital and landing spots, which will ultimately determine who I would like to take at the one hundred and three. Andrew. Um, yeah, we're ready to move on to maybe not so uh, ready-made quarterbacks. Yeah, throw um, it right back to Joel. He's the white quarterback guru. You want to go that yeah. quarterback? Well, let's talk Will Levis. Well, let's talk Will Levis. Everyone hates Will Levis, and that's fine. Um, You know, just just, just put Will Levis into your Twitter and just see what happens, and 98% of it is just people shitting on Will Levis. Everyone hates him. Um, You know, everyone just goes, nah, he's just Zach Wilson. Um, You know, and I get it. Like he, okay. Here is Will Levis's final five games passing to finish the season last year: ninety-eight yards, one hundred and seventy yards, one hundred and nine yards, two hundred and six yards, one hundred and eighty-eight yards. In those games, he had six touchdowns and five picks. So his college stats aren't great. That's <laughs> electric. They're bad. I reckon I could it's not great. Yards. But you could you can you can draw the line of you know he playing for Kentucky he does did not have well, he doesn't have much help around him at all he had an awful offensive line coaching wasn't great offensive scheme and play calling also not great to put it politely but the arm talent Will Levis has is good you know he has a cannon of an arm he is a big quarterback that can run even though like he. You know, he's sort of built in the mold of a Josh Allen type of quarterback. And that is what, you know, NFL teams may see. Um, You know, he's big, he can run, has a big arm, may not be, you know, completely ready at 
the moment as of when he gets drafted to play week one straight away. But, you know, if the team can mould Will Levis into what Will Levis's potential can be, he could be the best quarterback in this draft. And, you know, that is plausible, definitely plausible, depending on where he goes, the weapons he gets, the coaching he gets, um, to be an elite option at quarterback and an elite fantasy option for fantasy players. But things do have to break right for Will Levis, where he gets drafted and what situation he gets into. But as of right now, nobody likes Will Levis. So it's hard to justify taking him, you know, not at number four of these quarterbacks just because of the, you know, the stink around Will Levis and that no one likes him. If you take Will Levis in the draft and then try to trade Will Levis, there's not going to be many people in your league willing to trade for him. Whereas if you take a Bryce Young, a CJ Stroud or an Anthony Richardson, I think there's going to be people in your league interested to, you know, trade with you for those pieces. They're just, there's not a stink around them as there is for Will Levis. Frank, you hate him. Tell us why. I hate him because we're just, I feel like if you're going to take him, if let's say he goes inside the top five picks, he gets like, he gets the same kind of treatment that Zach Wilson did when he made that one throw at the combine, moving away from the pocket. And then everyone thinks he's great. He's the white quarterback. He's going to be awesome. He gets taken high. And then he's just got all these issues with his mechanics. His feet are terrible. He's always throwing off balance. He doesn't have a good platform um, to make these throws. He relies really heavily on his arm talent, which is off the charts. Like, it's he's got incredible arm talent. I think um, we'd be stupid to not say that that is something that is important in the NFL. You have guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen dominating the NFL because they have supreme arm talent. So I think that's important. And like Joel said, coaching is going to be extremely important to whether Will Levis is going to be an NFL quarterback, period. Um, but the fact that he is so talented is going to mean that he's going to end up inside the first round, which makes him relevant. He's not going to fall outside of the first round of your rookie drafts if he's drafted inside the first round of the NFL draft. And I think the more and more reports come out and the way things are shaking out, that's going to happen. So he's going to be relevant. So I don't want to just say he's no good, don't draft him. But I just think that he's going to struggle. He doesn't throw the ball outside the numbers with any real efficiency. He basically, even the short amount, the small amount of yardage he got when he was playing at college. And obviously, Kentucky's a very different situation for these guys that are playing at Ohio State, Alabama, even Miami, where Anthony Richardson was. Um, he's just relying Try on Florida. most of the receivers. Sorry? Try Florida. Florida. Jeez, I almost got it right. Um, he's relying on receivers to be open over the middle and getting the ball into – getting the ball over – like basically throwing the ball over the middle to wide open receivers. That's where I think Will Levis has gone to struggle in the NFL because he doesn't have supreme talent around him. He doesn't have the best accuracy to put the ball where it needs to be for his receivers. So I think I it's got to be the right situation for him to have success. You're banking yeah. on him being a Josh Allen unicorn. Why would you draft it? Exactly. Because he's elite. Because his upside is he's you got, know, elite. He's got a huge good arm talent. You know who it sounds like? Sounds like Malik Willis to me. Exactly. He doesn't even have Malik Willis wheels. Yeah. They can't suck. <laughs> you can say he sucks. Oh, you can't like, have. He's going to play against better talent in the NFL. 
the guys playing for Kentucky, you're acting like Kentucky's dog shit. They won three ga- three SEC games, and he's he's t- he was trying for what a hundred yards a game towards the end of the year. That sounds heaps good. I'm just saying, Jack. Will Levis is going to get drafted in the top. He's going to get drafted in the top fifteen. Like I'm pretty sure that's you know consensus a lock. He seems to be you know. There's a chance the Colts trade up and draft him at number one overall. He seems yeah, like a Colts exactly. big physical life. quarterback. Um, and I think if he does, he's going to be at a value. So just because nobody likes Will Levis doesn't mean Will Levis can't score your fantasy points, Jack. Like I get. Like, the reason, like, I would not take Will Levis at, you know, as high as 102 or 103 overall in my rookie drafts is, you know, because of the stink about him. But there's no reason if everything hits right for Will Levis that he can't be, you know, in two, three years' time, won't be seen as the best quarterback out of these four rookie prospects. Like, you know, there's just as good a chance as Will Levis being the best quarterback out of the bunch as there is any of them, in my opinion. It's just, you know, it's going to depend if it hits right. But I think his ceiling is, you know, two years' time, we see Will Levis ranked in the top 10 of quarterbacks in Dynasty. I think if everything hits right for him, that's what he can do. Um, And we just, you know, we don't know, Jack. You don't know. Nobody knows. Um, Yeah, you don't know shit, Jack. I don't know. You know what I know? I Here know that go. I know that quarterbacks with good arm strength don't throw for 109 yards in a loss against Vandy. When, I'm not going to argue with you that you know Will Levis is he you hasn't know, the best played well in college. He he threw for th- over 300 yards in a game three times this year. You want to hear his opponents? Go on, Northern Vindicate. Illinois, Young <laughs> Youngstown State, Miami, Ohio. NMHU. <laughs> I want to see his average stats against SEC opponents. He comes up against Tennessee and throws 98 yards. Who's Will Levis throwing to in these games? Virgil? I couldn't give a fuck. I'm just saying, he's not throwing to, you know, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and Marvin Harrison Jr. You can't you know. do that. You just said of SCJ Shred, oh, we can't knock him for throwing to good receivers. And you yeah. use well, you it can't. the opposite way with Will I'm Levis. not trying to knock Will Levis for, you know, being bad with a bad O-line and a bad team around him. Like, well, it's not his let's draft, fault. Let's draft fucking other quarterbacks that have been bad with bad O-line and bad receivers. I'm just saying if Will Levis gets drafted to like Carolina or Detroit and, you know, these other quarterbacks get drafted to like a Houston or a some other bad, like a Raiders or some bad situation, it's, you know, it's not a disaster. If Detroit take it, imagine they go up and get pick one. That's great. Yeah, what's what, what's wrong with the best wide receiver in football? Right <laughs> the Raiders fucking suck. Worst team in the division by that far. It's not funny. That's true, but still, the division's good, and they have awful coaching. It's a stinky place. I'm I'm just gonna, I wanted Brady. Yeah. Bit shattered. I'm just going to wrap up the Will Levis chat. Um, yeah, I don't have any strong Will Levis takes. All I know is he's six three, two thirty. Played at Kentucky, which, as Joel said, isn't didn't have you know the weapons or O line support. Um, and I think playing quarterback. I mean, if you think that, then listen to Berger on what 
what Berger and Frank have said for the past 10 minutes. But um, I think he's going to go in the top 10 in the draft. And um, he's what these organizations want in a quarterback, a big, white, strapping young man that uh, is just, um, I don't know, they just they love this kind of prospect. So I think he, as Joel said, has a very high ceiling. But obviously, oh, he has a low floor as well. Don't like get me wrong, but I'm thinking like if you track. can get if you get Will Levis at like the one ten or one oh eight or something, that pick becomes like it's a upside pick at that point. Yeah, I did. I did say that. I'm actually if he ends up being good, I'm definitely going to um take my quote of. If he goes inside the first round, he's relevant. Take him inside the first round of your dynasty startup. I'm going to use that as like my backup. Good for you, Frank. Um, Anthony Richardson, last quarterback we're going to talk about today. Um, Florida, 6'4", 230. Um, typical dual threat quarterback, one that Burjo gets really rock hard for. So, uh, Jack, talk to me. Do you like Anthony Richardson? Um. I, I what's what's not to like, man. He's a he's a raw prospect that's actually good. Um, I, I his think college it, stats you cannot like them. I can like him fucking beating Utah. Um, let's look up his college stats. I don't actually know. <laughs> no, I've got him in front of me, Virgil. If you want, yeah, shoot. All right, so I haven't actually this for some reason this sheet hasn't got his rushing stats on hand, which is probably the most important part. But as far as uh, passing skills. Uh, had 175 completions, 330 attempts, so very limited attempts, um, 53% completion percentage, 2,553 yards in the season. Don't know what that ends up being um, per game. And 7.7 yards per attempt, 17 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Let's be clear, his rushing ability is what is important about Anthony Richardson. Let's not get it twisted. He's yeah, got see- the same passing ability as Will Levis, and he runs the ball pro- primarily. Oh, I don't hate Anthony Richardson. I quite would. But if he hits, his, you know, ability to be a fantasy asset is screams Cam Newton, in my opinion. Played in the SEC against, you know, elite competition. And, you know, not didn't dominate by any stretch. He also didn't have you know, similar to Will Levis, didn't have an elite surrounding him. That's an awful way of putting it, but, you know, elite surroundings. But I think he also, as a project quarterback, has elite upside um, that similarly, any, as, as anyone could, end up being the best quarterback in this class for fantasy. Um, do you guys want to hear something funny? Um, Go so, on. So Will Levis versus Vanderbilt. 109 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. The very next week, Anthony Richardson versus Vanderbilt, 400 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. That's unreal by you, Virgo. That's so good. That's what I was about to say. If you want to shoot for upside at the late first round, if he goes like, let's say he goes a pick 15 in the draft, something like that, you get a couple of, you get the two running backs, like two running backs go ahead of him. You get Bryce Young, CJ Shroud. You got a couple wide receivers. All of a sudden, you're looking at the 107, 108, and you go, "Do I want Anthony Richardson or Will Levis?" It's Anthony Richardson every time. Yeah, smash, smash. Um, yeah, yeah, I I think, not- uh, yeah. 
Dynasty, it's, like think, fantasy football, he's easily the highest upside. Well, I, I think it's it's no point because I think we all agree that Anthony Richardson's a, a better option than Will Levis. I, I think what I'm arguing is that like everyone raves and about this big four, like the top four quarterback. It's not. It's a top three, and Will Levis is. Well, yeah, it is a top two, but like I think Richardson's name is far close to the top two than it is to Levis at four. Will Levis is going to get, in real life, he's going to get drafted ahead of Anthony Richardson. Yeah. I I feel him going ahead of I don't get it. Ohio State quarterbacks just get disrespected. It's going to be stupid. It's going to be Zach Wilson all over again. I know you don't get it, but I'm just saying. Frank literally at the start of the podcast said the thing that's going to matter is draft capital, and I'm just saying. Yeah, well, Zach Wilson went number two, and he sucks. Yeah, I, but I think also said all that the I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm just saying, Frank, there's a difference between Will Levis. Will Levis going top seven is different from Anthony Richardson going at pick 24. 24, yeah, but it was like 16. Yeah, he could go 16. He could go 10. He could go Nine. I don't know where they're going to get drafted, and that's obviously going to play a big picture. I'm just saying. What we'll do you, mean? you don't know the results of the NFL draft yet, Joel. You reckon? You reckon Richardson slips past twenty? Because I, I, ooh, he could, but I don't think he would. He You're probably like, won't. They'll have to tune into our NFL mock draft. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's just spoilers for the real thing. That's how good it is. I'll um I'll bet someone will Levis drafted before. Hey, Rich, do you want some of that action? Berger? Oh no, hundred no, percent. I I think but that's will. the thing. I agree, but I think it's so dumb. Yeah, well, I don't know. This is how, this is how it works. Um, I'm yeah. I don't have anything else. Do you three have anything else about quarterbacks, or will I let's talk to you dream soon? dream landing spots? I think that's the last piece of the puzzle, Frank. Or Burjo, you seem to love everything about these quarterbacks you said for Will Levis. Where do you want them to go? Realistically, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up the draft order. Um if somebody wants to answer before me while I'm looking this up. As as Burjo's getting up the draft order, just wanna shout out Hendon Hooker. Poor man Tory's ACL. He's probably gonna be like a late first round pick and maybe go to a good team and kind of be a thing, but he's like twenty five years old, torn ACL now. Um, breaks the pocket to run. Like, he's not going to throw the ball on the run or make some special play, but he can definitely move. He was probably going to be a thing until he got injured. So, I don't know where he's going to land. It could be interesting. Could land like the third round to like a good team. Could be interesting. Just someone like you can probably get cheaply. Like, if he ends up at the back of the second or third round in your super flex rookie drafts, he's a nice dart throw. Just wanted to put that out there. Got, got some upside. Probably going to be a Heisman finalist before that injury. Like, he was playing really good football. Um, you know, made Jalen Hyatt a thing. They had, like, that five-touchdown game. Did they beat Alabama, Frank? You were a college football aficionado. Oh, I don't actually don't know. I was not Brother, a college football aficionado. Are we, sorry, well, is it, are we still talking about Tennessee? I was looking at the draft for a bit. Well, yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee fucking, they, yeah, they they ripped down the goalposts after they beat Bama. Yeah, That's and Jalen right. Hyde had like five touchdowns. Yeah, and he, so did took, he took the pierce, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, don't yeah, talk to Joel. <laughs> so you've got Carolina. They're going to take someone. Houston. They're going to take someone. The Colts. Yes. Um, the Raiders, the Falcons. Falcons. Uh, the, the Titans. Do they? That's the question, isn't it? Well, they, um, we, they, <laughs> I don't think they run it back with. Um, no, Seattle running it back with Geno? Yeah, have to. After making the playoffs, have to. Um, Detroit. New York I Jets. Think they should, but they keep saying they're not. Why? Just because you traded golf. What? Fuck you, Frank. Um, yeah. So I think Frank's gone. By the way, he's I bullied him too much that so he had to leave. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I think grows a little Bryce, bit. <laughs> no, I think Bryce Young to Houston. I think that is what's going to happen. Not. Are we talking like realistically dream spots, Joel, or do you just want to know? No. Fuck yeah, I really realistically. Want... Who do you want? Like, I, I still yeah. Unrealistic comp. <laughs> I think if the Chiefs take Bryce Young, (laughs) (laughs) no. So I think Bryce Young to Houston. I think Stroud in like a Carolina. I would really like that. Um, Do we like Stroud to the Colts? No. I'd rather. I'd rather if they can fix their offensive line. Yes, but that offensive line was awful last year. Was brilliant the year before that. The weapons are kind of okay, I guess. You have JT, Pittman, Burgos boy, Alec Pierce. Yes. The Colts need to have awful. a real go and take Anthony Richardson to go along with JT, Michael Pittman, and just done. Just done it. It's like, um, we're either going to be really shit or this is going to work. A-Rich needs to go somewhere with someone like, like Detroit so he can sit behind Goff or like maybe like Miami. That's a bad example. Um, by fire. What do, what do we think about the Jets? With like, I don't, I don't want to get off season chat. The Jets but, are getting Aaron Rodgers. But if they don't, they're getting Derek, Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson. Or Danny Dimes. <laughs> Hear me out. That. Will Levis. <laughs> They're not going Will Levis. They've learned their lesson. The Jets can't draft quarterbacks. They're retarded. Yeah, they're just going after old guys now. Yeah, get an old guy, and if he turns out to be shit, they know it's their problem. Would you rather any of these quarterbacks drafted to the Colts or the Texans? I'd rather them land at the Texans. I think that's a better landing spot. Berger, I have some sort of belief in the new coaching staff. I think I don't. I think the Colts can turn it around. Like yeah, the they led Colts. They he's not still there, is he? I actually no. don't know. Have they announced the new coach? No. Yes, they, they got a new coach out of the race. They got the Eagles' offensive coordinator. Yeah. Frank, where are you, bro? What are you doing? Oh, they have they. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Anyway. Um, well, yeah, with, with some genuine like with some coach with a coaching staff that's going to have a whole like off season there, um, and some that has experience with a fucking really good O line in Philadelphia, um, you expect that to turn that around. And with the weapons like the receiving weapons that they already have, it looks 
like with JT and Pittman, it looks ready to go if they can fix it, fix the O line. And with the Tex with the Texans, you can't really see any of that getting turned around, especially if their number two pick is a quarterback. And then I think the other two realistic spots, the Raiders or the Panthers. I like the Raiders' landing spot. Coaching's a bit scary. It's McDaniels has shown nothing but being terrible as a head coach. But the weapons are good. Devontae Adams, good. Darren Waller, good. Josh Jacobs, good. Offensive line, decent. Yeah, like if, if like a, a Rich or Levis can sit behind like scrambles at Carolina. Yeah, let, let him shit for like a year. Like him, you really yeah. think you really think a fan base is going to let a team draft the quarterback in the first round and then sit behind Sammy scrambles for more than three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to see Richardson go to the Colts. That's what I. As soon as they lose a game, oh yeah, they're, they're hammering for it. <laughs> they're banging the doors down, aren't they? <laughs> you could sit behind Jared Goff for a year, but not Sammy scrambles. But I just personally think that's ideally what I'd want for them to. I don't want them day one going out there struggling. Yeah. That then they turn into Zach Wilson and well, that it, man. How long was it before Wilson got out there? Was it? It that was like three weeks, wasn't it? No, but that was only because he was hurt, right? Because he he got hurt. Yeah, he came, but he got hurt in the offseason. No, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson played week one. He's rookie year. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it was yeah. Zach Wilson first Sam Darnold week one. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Sam Darnold's one, by the way. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah. Um anyway, fellas, that's all I have for the quarterbacks. I'll uh Frank, here's with the socials, man. I wanna see this. Oh, here go. we go. All right. Make sure you're following the podcast on the Twitters at the FB Addicts and on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Gee, I'm good. Unreal. You can, listeners can't say it, but there's thumbs up all around for that uh, display. Yeah, sure there is.